Alright guys, welcome back to the Nakamas podcast, episode number three. Today I'm joined again by my lovely co-host, Hyrule Legend, and today we have with us two guests. Um, one we had on episode one, Minos Minari, and we have a new guest today, and it, his name is Abraham Isimo, <laughs> otherwise known as Abe. What's up, what's up? Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Abe. Introduce yourselves to our lovely viewers. Yes, what's up, guys? <coughs> My name is Abe, and I'm a gamer. <laughs> as you can see, the only one no. with a gaming headset here, <laughs> without a good, what is it, camera, lighting, or a mic. Yeah, there we go. Hyrule. All right, all right, let's go. All right, <laughs> go on. Wait, I don't even have a headset. <laughs> When I, when, when, when I game, I do use this. <laughs> I always use this for everything. Yeah. All right. I don't like headsets because they hurt my big ass ears. I don't like ear earbuds because it, it hurts my ears. <laughs> Interesting. Really? The headset hurts your ears? Though. Yeah, the headset yeah. hurts. This one, this one goes, oh, you got to get the over the ear. You, you got your kid so that it fits you and then it just, it's nice <laughs> and snug. No, I like yeah. this because this this thing when you put it in for so long, it, it hurts. I have a sensitive ear. My ears are just huge, so I've never and, found a headset that covers the entire thing. And my ear, but it always hurts. Ear doesn't fit a lot of earbuds, so it, it hurts a lot when I when I stick it in for a very long time. Not out of context. Keep it in context. Keep it in context, all right? Okay, okay yeah. He likes to stick things in his ears. ears. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are we talking ears about? Ears aren't here? the only places he sticks. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, let's edit it. Calm down, calm down. All right. We're uh, sorry, a little too sad. <laughs> can anyway, you, can you Abe. keep going with your introduction? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm a gamer. I play the games that these guys like playing, you know, League, Valve, CS very rarely. Um, I mostly play Final Fantasy 14. Shout out to all my FF players. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's on that MMO ground. Yeah, I think I think Alex and Paul talked about how we all met episode 1, so yeah, I am that guy. I am the Abe from episode 1. <laughs> that's all i can say just to reiterate yeah, uh, me, abe. <laughs> me, abe, yeah. me me abe and eddie met through work we worked together a few years ago and played league together and yeah we met paul through eddie yep pretty much <clears throat> yeah me eddie abe are i guess the grandfathers <laughs> <laughs> Is it Eddie? Eddie's probably the great grandfather because he's like 52 now. Yeah, we're out there. Yeah. <laughs> I birthed, uh, I birthed, uh, uh what's his name? Akayuki, but lately he's been not listening. He's been uh, fighting back. Are you going to punish me, Dad? Uh, what? what? Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. Okay. He's been sending me sus videos and yeah. <laughs> Look, you sent me sus TikTok. And he's been. Uh, Making fun of my Valorant rank, but yeah. <laughs> One day I gotta beat him up, give him a little smack of root. How does it feel to play 10 times more games than me, oh. but be a lesser rank? Oh, oh my! Don't you try to surpass, dude. Sheesh. Sheesh. 
no matter how many games you play, <laughs> you won't reach Ascendant, so it's all good. Well, I know? play like 40 games a season. <laughs> you play 40 already? I say I play 40 a season. Uh, compared to Eddie's 900. <laughs> 900. Oh, I play solo. I literally play solo. But I, I know I'm not I'm not in a rush, you know. I'll reach ascendant first and then I'll then I'll look back at Alex and like what are you diamond? What is this? <laughs> Dude, I am so ready to reach ascendant before you. Okay. So he says that and he doesn't even play. It in. This guy's yeah, throwing all like my games. Weeks. Literally throws all what do you my mean? games. I literally we won like five games together because of me, but you know, I can't. What do you mean because of you? <laughs> it's okay, oh it's okay. God. Okay, okay. See, my is coming up again, but it's okay. Uh, lately, we've been playing League a lot more. I've been playing a lot more League, yeah. yeah me and Paul have been playing League. We climbed out of bronze. <laughs> How's that solo going? It's a, no, it's pretty good. And also, I, I've been playing more of Valorant, like either solo or duo. So I'm right now mm. Diamond 3. I probably <laughs> need a couple more games for Ascendant. I went back down to Diamond 2 and then came back up. But yeah, I haven't been playing too much Bow, though. I don't know. No. Too hard <laughs> to climb. <laughs> I want split back. Same. I don't want, I don't want Pro next, added. Isn't that next act? I think I got I to gotta play more before Pro gets added. Because once Pro all gets right. added, I think I'm going to lose all my games on Pro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're winning, winning our games on Fracture either. <laughs> True. Dude, True. my win rate on Fracture has to be 10%. Yeah. I can't play that map. That map sucks, map. too. Anyway, we've talked about that map a lot on this podcast. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to stop there. Get, get that out of here. <laughs> Fucking hate Fracture. <sighs> well, that, that, that was a very uh, nice, interesting topic about our... <laughs> Our Valorant uh, climb. <laughs> yes. Nice. Welcome yeah. back. But yeah, Welcome we back. we we always always, always a pleasure about, to have Eddie on the podcast. We always you. play and talk about Valorant, and then once the rank comes out, it's always the uh, it's always the argument between our two. <laughs> I mean, it's not like arguing. It's like restating facts. You know, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, it's dark. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Not, nah, dude. When when I first met these guys, these two were like so affectionate for each other. And then as soon as we start playing Valorant, it's like it's they yeah, just Valorant go at ruins it. friendships. They just go at it. It all started like in one game where we were just having fun oh. as a duo, and he just like he's like now he drones, and he didn't realize I was playing Soba. <laughs> It just started from there, you know? Yeah, I think it did start from there, because he was the worst Soba I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Alright, like, I held yeah. it in for so long, but then, like, when he said that, I just I can't hold it in anymore, you know? Oh, man. You should have seen, seen, seen that like, game. Trash and gold. No, you should have seen that game, though. Oh, man. Anyway, that's when I realized, oh, yeah, there are one tricks. He only knows how to play Jed. <laughs> he only knows how to play Jed. Dude, you don't know how to play anybody. What the? <laughs> I know how to play everybody, while you don't know how to play anybody. You know your most played is Chamber, and you have a forty-seven percent win rate on this. Are you stalking me? <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, how do you check these? I don't know. Blitz.gg? I think it's on Blitz. Or Valorant. 
character. A Valor character? All three of you guys have your uh, profile oh. hidden, so if you make it know. unprivate, then I'll see uh, Alex's chat. <laughs> and how, to, how do I make it <laughs> unprivate? My Sova. zero percent. Do I have to do it in game? I think so. Oh, I think you have to download it. Oh no, you just it. go on the site Valor.gg or Blitz, and you just say yes. I let this website. Oh, I have yada to sign yada. In. Do I sign in with my yeah, you have to sign in with, on your Riot account? account? Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and take a pit stop at Eddie's page. It's a little embarrassing though. I will I will try to find out about green. it. Green. My page is all green. Take a, yeah, I just want to see Alex's Valorant. See how good his uh, stats are. He's always at the bottom are... when I play with him. I don't know. My stats are good. I'm literally always above you. What are you talking about? <laughs> he is capping. I'm about to pull it up right now on the pull podcast up, and right expose now. you. Do it. <laughs> I'm edit it right here. Look at all the pages or the uh, games we played together. I'm always above, <laughs> but it's okay, guys. You're literally never above. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. Yo, imagine, imagine only playing one agent in Valorant. Unbelievable. You sure? Uh, where where is this fire coming from? <laughs> he's throwing shade at you, sir. Uh, I, I think he's talking about himself. But, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. It's okay. I, play it's Sky. the same for me too. I only play room. Hey, you or little one, room. thirty-one triggers. Get out of here. What do you mean? No one plays smoke, so I have to play smoke. <laughs> These people out here never picking. I'd smoke. rather have a one trick than this guy running it down as neon. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's like creating space. Yeah. It's because they don't understand. Running a mile ahead of the team. They don't understand. Their pea-sized brain don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Entering, and I see our jet all in the back having tea time. It's okay. Tea time. All right, we can do a whole podcast with me and Eddie going back and forth. (laughs) Let's let's move on to the next topic. Lifetime. Are you setting your page up right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at He's it setting right up now. his page. Oh, God. He's looking at the Wait, perfect time life, to do it. Lifetime. It's a lifetime. How do I only have 15 matches? What? It only does 15 matches. It only does like what they can see in your matches three tab. It's pretty stupid. Maybe Blitz see. is different. Go to Blitz. I'm doing Blitz right now. He's doing Blitz right now. I have 53%. Win rate on stage. <laughs> this was when I first. Oh, geez, stage. no, he used to main stage. Yeah. Fade, I have a 66.7% win rate. <clears throat> My brim win rate is so ass. What the frick? <laughs> play fade. Don't play stage now, bro. Wait, wait. My highest win rate agent is Jet. One game. Oh, that's, that, that's that one game. <laughs> yeah, that one game. No, 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 no. It, it says I'm. It says I'm nine and. Is it nine and six on Jet? When did I play Jet? Are you looking at Spike Rush? <laughs> I think that's either Spike Rush or Unrated. You've never played oh, it. Oh wait, 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 wait. You've I never played that. I'm looking at lifetime never played all that in game account. modes. Yeah, lifetime all game modes. <laughs> yeah, flex that nine and six Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nine and six is not even that good, no? That's only three games more. 
It's better than your 10 and 17 chamber. Better than your 0 and 20 Sova, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's a made-up statistic, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, moving on from there, we're going to be talking about some uh, upcoming games that all of us are excited for, uh, or individually excited for. Uh, starting with yeah. our Mr. Uh, Abramismo, our first uh, guest. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. yeah. yeah you're going first. <laughs> you're going first. We're asking you. What <laughs> game are you looking forward to? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, the, the newest newest game coming up, uh, Madden 23. I'm looking forward to the new roster. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. I love football. Oh god! Um, I think that's football. Yeah, that's I never, <laughs> I never played sports game on the as a game or like sports I've game never in general. Played. I think I played NBA Two K, Two K. I played FIFA once and on it was the not, Xbox. It was not it. When I was in fourth grade, I had no idea what I was doing. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's not really like a new game, but I am very excited, like for the the Persona games coming out um, in October for. Like all the other consoles, like it, before, it was like a Sony exclusive, but I think the Switch is getting it. Uh, they're porting it to the PS5. They're also putting it on the the Xbox, um, I think. Um, and I think they're also releasing the other ones too, not just Persona Five Royal. They're also doing like Gold, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Three, I think. But I'm not sure about that one. Um, but honestly, I'm like super excited because like I like even though like most people who would like the game have probably already played it but now like no one can use the excuse of like i don't have the console like everyone can play it now and i think like it's probably like top one or two like favorite game franchises for me so like yeah i'm looking forward to that and i hope all of you guys in here have played it but i don't know i think i think eddie mentioned that he was playing it but i can't i can't I remember it. it yeah no shade. I saw Eddie playing that game on his stream. And maybe it's just him because he's Eddie, but it was really boring. Whoa! <laughs> you see that Abe? You see the Abe? He just. <laughs> he doesn't know. The, no, the but. Teenage, the, you know. What, which one were you playing, Persona 3? Four. You're playing four. Four gold. Does it get better at five? Five is like the most popular. <laughs> what the? Five is the most popular one, right? I, Persona fans are gonna hate me. But... I think, I think uh, <laughs> five is the most popular only because of like it's the newest one, yeah. and like mm -hmm. it kind of just kept building up. But like, also has the prettiest characters. <laughs> I think that's. There's like a lot of dialogue. It felt like I was it watching is. one of those. This is an RPG. Like the the Japanese dating sims. It is. Basically, it is. That's what it felt like. You choose one of the girls you like, and then you guys go out. Oh, oh it's that kind of yeah. game. But then you actually save the world, and you know, it's, it's anime. You're playing anime. You are the character. Exactly. That's yeah, like the, the that. most like gross uh, like simplification. <laughs> oh man! You can even I always date heard all as like a Final Fantasy fan that if I liked Final Fantasy, I'd like Persona. Yeah, but, but I don't really see the similarities. I think honestly, like if you're someone who doesn't like spending like a long period of time playing like single player RPGs, then you're probably not really gonna enjoy it unless mm -hmm. you play on like super easy beginner mode and you just breeze through the. 
like the fighting content because most of the people play it for like like the the data life like day-to-day life like a lot of people don't really like the i mean people do but like more people like the day life activities than the dungeon crawling and stuff so they like to role play yeah exactly they like the dialogue. They read each dialogue. <laughs> they read the dialogue. You skipped everything. Maybe that. <laughs> I don't like that dialogue. <laughs> I mean, you get the gist of it. You know, you, you just by cutscenes. But yeah, okay. that, that's probably what I'm most excited for. You know, just not really for me because I've already played all of them, but for like everyone else. You know what I'm saying? So. All right, Paul will play it definitely. He said. Okay. Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> what? Probably not. <laughs> You got you know me already. I don't play those games. I just I just don't like sitting and playing those games. I don't know. It's just not not what I do. And yet we pl- we sit and play like the repetitive games, League Val over and over again. Uh, yeah, that's but, but there's drive. a yeah, that's there's a competitive drive. like aspect to the game. I, there's no competitive <laughs> aspect unless you're doing speed runs, but. Oh, you can't speedrun that game, man. It takes like minimum like ninety hours, maybe. Yeah, no people do it. I know people are out there doing it. (laughs) Who can skip the text the fastest? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All the all the shortcuts and my thirty-hour speedrun video. Yeah, yeah, and you know boxes of uh, energy drinks, you know, on the side. (laughs) But yeah, Eddie, how about you? What are you excited for? Yeah. Uh, I did not look. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I'm not excited for any particular game. I think, yeah, when I skimmed through it, and then you guys are talking about it, just Overwatch 2, I guess. That's about I did it. not look, he said. Dead Overwatch game. 2. You're excited for Overwatch 2. Dead game. What do you dead, mean the dead The multiplayer game? or their campaign mode? Both. Dead even before it comes out. <laughs> Watch the campaign's gonna be lit fire. People are gonna buy it, and then the campaign. I'm gonna be a higher rank, so that's why I'm excited. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I did not there's understand a, that. There's a, there's a campaign rank. Oh no! <laughs> campaign. I'm gonna be excited, and the ranked multiplayer ranked. Wait, but didn't they be, say uh, for um, what you call it for campaign? You have to buy it. Yeah, that's yeah. the price you're paying. Sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and pay yet to buy, gonna buy multiplayer. It's... Multiplayer yes for free. It's oh, an upgrade, yeah. upgrade for anyone who has Overwatch One. So, like Blizzard, the StarCraft game, you had to buy for the campaign. But the multiplayer is free. Yeah. No, I believe multiplayer was not free. It was you, you just it became, you, you, it free. It yeah, but in the beginning when you had it, it's if you had a person who was playing the expansion then you automatically get the expansion for the multiplayer but yeah now everything's free i mean it's been ages since it came out now so i feel like that's what all the online game like devs are making their like game models they're like making everything free but then they have all these like cosmetics and like because people are not paying for the game they think like ah it's okay to to pay for these things and they that's that's how you run a company <laughs> honestly and they all the gotcha games more, especially you know, they spend more for like all the cosmetics than than like the yeah actual yeah it's like uh, i mean they're kind of doing what they did with starcraft yeah starcraft the starcraft the ex- too, right starcraft starcraft turned into like free to play yeah. then wings the, 
you still had to pay for the campaign. Yeah. And then, and then they had skins in it too. They had skins in StarCraft. Yeah. yeah. They added it really late. They added it when everyone everyone was asking for it for years, right? Like literally eleven years. And then they added it when the game was dying, and they're like, "Please, please keep playing our game." Which and it didn't. For what though? Like it didn't save the game for the units. Oh my god. Yeah. So the your units look different. Yeah, it was it was it oh. was interesting, but you know, like Alex said, no one want no one cared at that point. <laughs> so yeah, we've been like we told them all these ideas for years and years and years, and they added it when the game died. No, that's Blizzard. For so it you. ended up being useful. Yeah, that is Blizzard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's Blizzard, Blizzard in a nutshell. If you look at everything. I wonder why Riot's overtaking them so hard. If you look at everything going on with like WoW and everyone being pissed off. That's why. That's why the game that I play, Final Fantasy, got so many players because everyone got fed up with Blizzard and they quit playing WoW. Same with Lost Ark too. Yeah, I mean Lost Ark is kind of dying too, though. Yeah, I mean, they, it, it died was like, really fast. It was a cash grab. Dude, honestly, have people Even spent... you guys were on that grab. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent $100 and that's it. I never spent <laughs> it didn't play. <laughs> I didn't play after. Oh, man. I had other stuff to do. So who are you going to play, Eddie, in Overwatch 2? <laughs> oh, like, like in every game, I'm just good at every character, so <laughs> I can play any character. <laughs> I know uh, Bakayuki here, only good at Tracer. What a I, joke. I've seen his Tracer. <laughs> Woo! He just dashes in <laughs> and dies. Seen my, have you seen my Tracer? <laughs> I, I have seen his Tracer. Oh, God. Like, it doesn't matter tracer what game you're talking about, as long as it's competitive. Like, <laughs> he still takes a chance at me every game. Every chance, <laughs> chance at you. Oh, guys, guys, these are, these are teamwork games, man. We're supposed to work together to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's giving the vibe of that bullying kid that actually likes you <laughs> i don't bully it's always alex who starts the bully you know <laughs> is it you just pulled that out of nowhere <laughs> oh, I'm, just stating, I'm just stating the facts it's just stating facts it's just stating um, facts yeah. guys yeah what yeah. about you guys paul and alex for me, uh, it's Tower of Fantasy. Tower of Fantasy is set to release globally for August 11th on the App Store. Uh, it is uh, you can pre-register on their website right now, as well as uh, you can sign up for their wish list or the the opening for Steam, App Store, Google Play, all that stuff. So yeah, I'm trying to trying to uh, wait for that to come out. Don't know how it's gonna be. Uh, you know, some people are. Saying that it's probably not going to be as good as what people are uh, expecting it to be, but there's other games that are uh, to come out uh, that are very similar to like Genshin and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Tower Fantasy just because it's a it's actual MMO RPG. So you know you're gonna be able to play with other people, log in, you know, do all that build <laughs> stuff, but dungeons and yeah, think of it. Think of it kind of like you know, yeah, just literally Genshin on multiplayer. <laughs> it's the Genshin <laughs> on multiplayer. So that's the game we talked about last episode. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. one that I yeah. But now they actually finally decided to uh like give us a more of a set date. So oh. yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Do you know that. who is it by? 
Uh, let's see. Where's the developer? It's perfect like... World? They said... Oh, Perfect World. Yeah. Perfect. Wait, they're really good. Wait, what else did they make? They made uh, that one game, Perfect World. Uh, uh, 2005. <laughs> oh, they're really good. They made that one other game, though. No, they actually made a game called Perfect World. Yeah. Like, it was like an MMO. They didn't do bad. I remember playing it. Yeah, but I mean, they make like Chinese yeah. games, and yeah. they're pretty. I just. Yeah, it was. They're well known, is what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> Not so, that I play any of their games. So they're coming up with that. So that that's what I'm kind of excited for of course there's other other ones that are uh said to come out you know like uh what i believe honkai star rail is coming out this year oh. later this year should be uh so there's that one yeah, and then, yeah you talked about the zenless zenless oh zero. yeah zenless zone zero i think that one's uh coming out like next year probably but yeah there's that one there's uh ether gazer ether gazer if you guys heard of that one that one's like a more of a direct comparison to like Genshin, I believe. Uh, kind of like uh, Punishing Green Raven, if you guys know that one. I think Eddie, you said you played that game, right? No, you tried I downloaded it. it yeah, but I didn't. I didn't open it yet. <laughs> like me of Cookie Run Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> I played it. I played it. I played it. At least you opened it. Oh man, new update yeah. coming very soon. I think it's oh, coming out in two run. days. Yeah, Genshin. or at least. What's on, in it? On July seventh, uh, a ton of stuff. There's a shit ton of stuff coming out right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa language, sir. What's a lot the, of video dropping. I'll be live streaming on July seventh, and then he drops a video every day. Yeah. Every day, every day you'll have a new every video. Every daily so. uploads. Mm -hmm. Paul's viewers are spoiled. You get like two to three videos, you know. <laughs> two to three videos a day, man. That's someone to follow. Go, go, subscribe to him. Yeah, like subscribe to my channel. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, I actually, Anyways. I actually heard of the Honkai uh, Star Rail because, like, a couple, like, a group of my friends actually went to Anime Expo. And they were there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw then, your I pictures. Gonna, I was gonna <laughs> ask you how was Anime Expo. Oh no, I didn't go. I just went to see my friends who went. <laughs> you didn't go? Huh? Yeah. No, 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 because because they're not from here. They're from the bay. So like, I can't, I oh, went. I saw play. you take like a bunch of pictures with them. Yeah, I, I saw too. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I I just took I just took pictures before they like got out of their cosplays. So like, um, but a lot of them like they they love those kind of games. Like a bunch of them played, you know, like Honkai Impact. They played, you know, like I think they all played Genshin, you know, because you know. I saw one of them had a their. Ningguang and uh, Guan Yu uh, cosplay. <laughs> I mean, no, the thing is, yeah. like, in that picture, all of them were were cosplaying Genshin. So, uh, um, so the yeah. thing is, like, yeah, they, they they were actually talking about it at their Airbnb. They were talking about how, uh, like, how cool it looks, and that they're all probably gonna play it. So, it's uh, it's not for everyone though. That's for sure. Like, it's if, like if you're, yeah, yeah it's turn-based turn RPG. Yeah. So. It's there's no I don't think there's gonna be competitive aspect to it. Maybe there is, but yeah, but we'll, it's, we'll see. It's made by the same people as Genshin, right? Yeah, yeah, Hoyoverse, yeah. Yeah. So that's their newest game coming out, and then right after that, I think it's gonna be Zenlet's uh, Zone Zero. Yeah, because yeah. the friend who's like most excited for it, like he's a huge FF7 fanboy, similar to Alex. So like, 
Yeah, if like you guys are into probably player. yeah the turn-based RPGs, I think it'll be really nice. It's like you know you're you're literally having Genshin characters in a turn-based RPG. <laughs> so I love Final Fantasy, but you don't like. But actually, turn turn-based is the worst part about it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh man, it's one of the worst parts about it. Just like nowadays, like back then it was perfectly fine, but nowadays like at gameplay is so slow. Do you prefer, do you prefer turn like turn system or do you prefer like ATB? I like I, I like ATB a lot. I like what they did in thirteen, and I liked what they did in remake. Hmm. Yeah. I think remake was the best way to introduce a turn based system that didn't feel like I go and then you go, I go, you go. It was very a lot more well done. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like with the the advancement of technology, because like you know when we when like we were first playing those games, like you know, like the OG seven or like you know FF ten or something. I feel like because of the hardware we had, like not every like not all gameplay was fluid, where like everything was constantly moving. So I feel like people ended up using like turn based, but then now because like you have all these crazy graphics and like all these character models and engines, like no one wants to sit there and wait anymore yeah pretty much it goes both ways though right there's definitely some people who <clears throat> yeah i mean turn-based term you really it's like you know there's still the tr strategies and everything that that goes into that yeah and that aspect and then there's a strategy that goes into the, just having you know the uh action you know so it's like different ways but yeah for me personally i just uh, I'm, I'm excited to see that come out uh, just because i don't play genshin anymore so just having <laughs> something different yes oh yeah no I, I used to play it so it'd also be nice to see what they do with their genshin money oh yeah <laughs> we'll see about that we'll see oh, what happens but... i'm expecting big budget in the game so. didn't they make like over a billion dollars <laughs> way more like oh yeah they're filthy rich no they they bring in a ton of money every month so they made like thousands off eddie alone what <laughs> oh, way more money in there i'm just bringing you in because you're so quiet <laughs> i almost fell asleep i don't know where you guys are talking about they generated more than three billion dollars globally that's crazy waifus Going back to AX though, I, I heard it was really musty this time of year. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think more like, than usual, anyway. I think there was like a lot of stuff going on. Like I think, like, like apparently they like oversold tickets or something. So like the fire department actually had to shut it down, where they weren't letting in like more people. I think on the first or the second day, because there was just too many people there. Nah. Um, that's yeah. weird. They they did have like from what my friends told me it was like they did have like a you have to wear your mask and everything but like I mean you're, it's you're literally LA, right? You're at that point like a bunch of people. What's a mask yeah. gonna do? Exactly. So just it was to slow it down. I mean it's LA, California, so yeah. I mean right now with all like, the surge. Yeah, I think it's still better to be safe, but like I I think you know just the fact that everyone was like shoulder to shoulder, like. All mainly this hallway, you know. Probably just disappointed because you know 
people who cosplay and stuff. Who who wants to wear masks when they're cosplaying? Because exactly. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like most of the pictures my friends took at AX were like, like with famous cosplayers were all with their masks on. So yeah, it's kind of so. like, who are you? Like, who is this person? Yeah, yeah. How, how do you how do you know? You know. So I, yeah. I think that's the most like thing that this point yeah. probably for people, you know. But again, yeah. you know, it's COVID, still so we have COVID. Gotta be careful. So people... you guys ever go to AX before? No. Nope. Never gone. I was nope. gonna go. I was gonna go. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about going, but I, I just. just I've because gone once. I didn't I'm cosplay. That. Oh. <laughs> but honestly, it was like a horrible experience. It's like a lot of walking and like like everyone says the highlight is the artist gallery right mm -hmm. that was just like an overpriced weeb shopping mall for me <laughs> <laughs> no honestly like the thing is uh so i saw the same friends up in up in sf not too long ago like uh, i think I, I told you guys like i was in san fran for like a weekend or something but i mm -hmm. went i actually part of the reason why i went is because they wanted me to come to fanime to see them so it's another con, right? Like it's not—it's nowhere near as big as uh, as uh, AX. But the thing is, like you guys know me, like I love like Japanese games, but I'm not like like a weeb, right? Like I don't watch anime, I don't like manga, like I'm not interested in any of that. So like when I went there, it was the most like overwhelming thing ever. I was like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? <laughs> like, yeah, <clears throat> like the like artist hall. You know it's it was like musty and like it kind of smelled because like there was a lot of people there and you know the you know the stereotypes you know obviously when you have that many people there and you know there's a stereotype where some people don't know what a what a shower is so <laughs> it was pretty yeah. you don't know what deodorant is yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my friends, when they said they were coming, like, they were like, you should come to AX2. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, unless I get a really big into that scene, I, I don't think I'll ever go, though. Dude, cosplay the cookies. I'm sure you're, you're cookies. <clears throat> cosplay the cookies. I don't even think, I don't even think they were in uh, Anime Expo. I mean, it's not really an anime game so I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like I'm pretty sure like my friends told me there was a booth for that or something but I don't know really I don't I don't remember yeah. them having a to a Hyrule legend meet and greet I don't think they had it because I, I don't remember I don't remember them t saying like uh what call it that they were gonna be there I don't like, know if I, like I would have I would have seen game. it so yeah, I don't I'm know sure. I'm sure people were there, like, but play yeah. the game, but yeah. never seen. Should game. have been muscle cookie. <laughs> muscle cookie. Half naked cookie. Steroid cookie. Steroid cookie. Muscle cookie is actually voiced by a Korean Korean guy. I think OG is Korean, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The guy who who makes videos for uh, Clash Royale and the the the, the Supercell games, yeah. He voiced that guy or voiced that cookie. So, but yeah, um, yeah. For me, for me mainly, it's uh, Tower Fantasy as of now, and then Honkai Star Rail, and yeah, now dude. the mobile games. Yeah, the mobile games. I mean, they're the what's Macaulay? The Honkai Star Rail and Honk or uh, Tower Fantasy are both available in uh, or on PC too. So, just yeah. like just like Genshin. 
You know, at first I was like, wait, Paul's going for the <clears throat> the mobile games? And then I realized who I was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Bruh. Um, Bruh. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Alex? Yeah, what about you, Alex? I am looking forward to a Harry Potter game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you talking about it. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but like it's like pretty poggers. Like, yeah, it's called it, Hogwarts Legacy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The trailer for it was pretty crazy. It's like an open world RPG. And I you think see it's the gameplay too. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's so much in it. It feels like what's it? Uh, Harry Potter Skyrim. If if basically feels, I feel like it feels like what we all pictured in our childhood when we were like watched the movies and. Yeah, it's like what we've always wanted, and like, yeah, you know, I wish they made something like this for Lord of the Rings, but mm. instead we're getting an Amazon show. With oh no, let's not. We talk are about getting that. a game. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk. Yeah, about let's not talk. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that. We're getting that Golem game. <laughs> you follow Golem. <laughs> you literally are Golem, and you go. <laughs> oh, that's Golem. I thought that was you. Huh? I'm actually like sending out my inside of my. Oh yeah! Thank you. Fuck are you! I'm sorry, host. Please. I'm sorry. I'm Invite sorry. me again next time. <laughs> I couldn't resist, dude. It was so easy. <laughs> You're easy. But yeah, Hogwarts is like. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> what? What the? Who's the host? Hogwarts <laughs> is like that Final Fantasy, I think. You can upgrade yourself. Better magic. It'll be interesting. But, you know, it's yeah. a, it's I a, think it looks cool. It's a single player game. Not gonna play it. It's multiplayer. <laughs> it's multiplayer. Oh, is it? It says it's yeah, single player. You, you can go to school with other people. They co op and fight together. There's, there's co op. Like, I'm looking forward to that the most. All right, maybe. But maybe it does look fun single player too. It's it did say it's or for me when I searched it, it said it's a single player. Video. It's, it's probably like opt-in multiplayer where like most of it is single player, but like yeah, maybe. Yeah. I want to yeah. say it's like kind of like like Skyrim, right? Skyrim had multiplayer yeah. stuff. Or Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh yeah, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just okay. Yeah, I guess that then. Yeah. But it would be cool going on like raids yeah, even or something. even on Steam it says it's a single player. Hmm. Well, whatever it is, it looks fun. It looks interesting. I mean, yeah. watch yeah. the whole Harry Potter stuff. So, seeing this thing, we'll see how how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the game I'm looking forward. To. All right, all right. So, so just in case Eddie doesn't fall asleep, let's talk about um, you know the. Esports uh, scenes that we all followed. I mean, we are all, we all follow different ones. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, our main topic today is esports. Yeah. We went on a bit of a tangent, but. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, we wanted to talk about. You know, we have four boomers. Not Paul's not much of a boomer, but boomers with different games and different backgrounds. You know, Paul came from CS. Abe. You know, played early games of League. I, I play League a lot, but I didn't start to like season four, right? And Eddie, you know, he likes Dota too. <laughs> what is? What, why is there a pause there? What? <laughs> I mean, I played. 
I played Dota the 2 with Eddie, so when it Dota was Gifford, Did you follow Gifford. the esports scene though? Nah, kinda with Eddie. Kinda. It was yeah. with Eddie mainly, internationals and all that. So yeah, but I didn't follow it after like international three or four, I think. My brother mainly followed it though. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> All right, Eddie, I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> this man. That was not even me. Wait, seriously, that wasn't me. What the? Someone is sabotaging. Sorry, you. That wasn't me. That was me. <laughs> Look who wrote it. What the? Viewers that don't know, uh. Someone is writing in our chat that yeah. they need to pee or poo. <laughs> that was not me. So I don't, I don't know if we need to take a brief intermission or they're trolling, but... Technical difficulties. 100%. Look who, look who wrote that. It you says podcast is anonymous more panda, okay? <laughs> and there we go. We know who anonymous panda is. We don't know who that is. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyway, <sighs> but yes, Eddie, talk about some Dota stuff for us. What the? Entertain let's, us. let's start with you. Let's start. What the fuck? Maybe just go. Okay, but a little history. Um, yeah, I think. Dota? As well as your experience in esports and the Dota scene for you, how'd you get into it? That was the question. Okay. Um. Oh, it all started with very back then when uh. I don't know. I think it was the church members. They were all playing a game, and it was Dota, Defense of the Ancients on the Warcraft 3 engine. Hmm. But I couldn't play because I didn't have a computer back then. But they were all playing on their laptops and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is Dota. That's pretty fun. Back then, I still played Dota 1. I mean, not Dota, the StarCraft. But uh, everyone was moving away from StarCraft and going to, like, Dota. So that's how I guess I got into it. And then that's when uh, the beta key, Dota 2, came out. And I guess that's that's the first game I started and played for like eight years. Maybe that's why League didn't come into my mind. Because League is was like kind of musty, no? Wasn't it? Like the graphics were really League bad. Was, League was musty. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. And, and, it was really bad. and then it, it was also during the time, if you're playing Dota, why why would you play league so i was like okay i won't give league a try i'll just stick to dota and try to get better at dota dota 2 or the beta thing but then yeah and then the first international came out and all the other esports came out you guys should see or do you guys know true sight if you guys have time just go watch that it's the documentary right yeah i've seen true sight true sight is actually good hey go watch that not the league documentary <laughs> League documentaries, that's booty balls. <laughs> As someone I, who's watched both, I've seen are the better. League. No, League was kind of kind of boring. <laughs> also, especially the one with the what's that guy's name? The guy who was toxic to his own teammates and Dardock. Yeah, I seen that one and that was kind of boring. That shit is juicy. What do you mean? That's juicy. Juicy. That was literally nothing. That was just him being toxic and everyone else being toxic. Especially the the coach too with the glasses. But either way, you have to go see True Sight. True Sight, uh, International Eight and Nine, those are the best. It's all about OG. That's one. That one is like really. It makes you feel like, ooh, I want to create a competitive team. 
with my friends and like get into that scene yeah, yeah i think whenever i see esports stuff like that it makes me really want to do it yeah. true side and that, and that's like part of why i really wanted to do it and telling yeah. you true side is the best ones that makes you feel that way and then when they're talking strategy if you like know the game you're like oh shit they're so smart but if you don't know the game you're like what are they talking you still understand because the way they it's, it like, it's like Lee. yeah it's like Lee. It. when they like say oh we should ban this guy then the other team is like shit isn't this guy good on us and then like they just know one step ahead of each other either way true sight just that's all you have to guys watch true sight <laughs> the there's like three you could just watch all of them there's like four now but just watch all of them and yeah that's how i got into the dota competitive scene Right now, cause after the COVID, what was it? Yeah, where it was all online. Uh, people don't follow it that much. That's also it's a Valve game. Every Valve game dies off because Valve doesn't take care of it. Yeah. Yes. Dota. <laughs> There's That's six of it. them now. It's on Steam. You can watch four, five, and six for free. What the TI? The true site? Uh, true site, yeah. Oh, you just go on YouTube and watch it all for free. Oh yeah, you can do that too if you want to. YouTube is just the best. But yeah, that's what I recommend. Go watch it. And then that's that's how you get into that competitive scene. Yeah. Abe, how did you get into league? You know, it's interesting because like when i was in high school like um like i knew about league because like quite a few of my friends played it because it came out i think i want to say like the middle to the end of high school for me like around like what 20 2011 ish 2012 um i want to say 11 yeah something like that so like i did have quite a few friends who played it um who and i heard about it at school and stuff but like i don't know i was a weird kid in high school like i for some reason, I didn't like enjoying things that were popular. I don't know why, but like, you know, what things that were popular in high school, like, you know, for me, it was like Game of Thrones, League, all these things. Like, every time I heard it getting popular, I was like, I don't want to like that because I want to be different. <laughs> He's, um, different. He's different. He's different. edgy. Yeah, but honestly, like, because of that, like, I just never, like, touched league or got into it at all in high school but when i got to college ironically like a lot of my friends actually when they went to college they quit playing league because they're like i need to focus but for me it was the opposite like i went to college like my college roommate was a was a high school friend of mine um but but he used to play league like not like really competitively but like more casually but he used to watch it too so like I, I would see him played in our dorm um quite a few times. Like my first year of college was uh I wanna say season three. Um but I would watch him play it and I would always like every now and then like I would kinda just watch him. Like I'd pull up my chair and then kinda just like watch next to him just to see what's happening. Um obviously I didn't really know what was happening because I didn't play League or I, I actually never really played any MOBA before, like not even Dota, like the original one. Um so I was just watching him, like, I would ask him questions and stuff, but, like, I never really played it. But then, I think, I want to say, like, the the fall of my first year, like, that's when Season 3 Worlds took place in LA. Um, 
and he, my my roommate was was watching it, and then every now and then I'd watch the games with him, or sometimes like I would actually watch the the replays late at night, like by myself, like on YouTube or something, um, because like I missed the games or something during the day, but I I can't, like I always remember. I think it was it was it was uh in in the group stage it was OMG versus SKT the second round cuz they cuz T1 <laughs> lost the first first game against OMG but then the second time they played I I still remember like like 12 minutes in there was like a sequence where Faker hit like like seven charms in a row in mid lane and then like SKT just dumpstered mid and then they took an inhib in 12 minutes like even though I didn't fully understand the game, like just watching them play and execute that, like it like lit something inside me, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I want to play this game." <laughs> it lit the fire in you. Yeah. So after I saw that game and I watched like SKT like come back and then beat OMG after losing the first time, like that's when I decided, "All right, I'm gonna play this game." <laughs> so I started playing like right as SK or like as season three worlds was was like going on um granted i i didn't really play ranked until season four because i was like a aram only bot <laughs> i literally have like probably like 700 games of aram on my account right now but um yeah that's how i got into league like mostly through my college roommate um but yeah after watching skt play that game like i was like dude i need to play this game <laughs> So I've I've basically been following SKT since then, like since I started watching. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, it's like one pro match is what sparks it. I think for me too. Um, you know, my roots were in StarCraft. Uh, I just played it like, you know, I only knew single player games. My mom didn't for stuff like xbox live at the time so i had no idea what like <clears> online <throat> games were i didn't know how competitive i was i was competitive with like my brother and stuff but yeah getting starcraft was like my first real online game and yeah the whole scene i wasn't even in like into the pro scene at the start of wings of liberty or even what like brood war I like Brood War as a game, and I like StarCraft as a game, but I didn't know much about the pro scene until, like, I was on the forums, and I, I was on YouTube, like, looking up how can I beat this Terran, he's, like, so OP, stuff like that. Like, I was a total noob, right? And I remember watching, like, casters, like, Husky StarCraft, Psy StarCraft. Husky StarCraft. Force Gaming, like, really, like, OG stuff, like, nowadays people don't know. Also, screw Husky, you know. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the first pro match I saw was the finals of DreamHack Winter. I want to say 2013 or something. And I was like, my favorite player, Hero versus Puma. And I remember like just watching that and I was like so hyped. I'm like, wow, this is what StarCraft is like. This is like insane. This is crazy. And like ever since that moment, I think I watched almost every single professional game for five years straight. And I just like consumed StarCraft and I love StarCraft. 
and like the whole esports scene was just so it's not like it is what it is now it was like a family almost it's like a community and it's a shame that games like that don't exist anymore like esports is nice because it has the money and stuff but the passion and like you know just these people back then were playing pro flying everywhere for like nothing they weren't getting paid like they were living paycheck to paycheck tournament to tournament not knowing if they'll like succeed not knowing if they'll make money and like risking their entire entire future their entire lives just to play the game they love and a lot of that is gone nowadays but back then it was like it was something really great to watch and like everyone in that scene everyone who watched esports for the niche that it was was like a true fan and loved the game and like that's what i loved about esports and that's what i loved about starcraft more than anything Yeah. Didn't you play pro for a bit, Alex? I tried. I tried. But I mostly was in like online tourneys and I couldn't really break into the pro scene. <clears throat> and a lot of that was, you know, due to turmoil with my family and grades and Yeah, it was rough. Mm. I definitely tried and more than anything, I loved watching and being a part of it. I was always on the forums, whether it was on Team Liquid or Blizzard.net forums, talking about the games, arguing against Terran and Zerg players, because I was a Protoss player. And yeah. Yeah. That was my experience in StarCraft. And it is really that one, one little like game, one little thing that just opens a whole new world for you. And welcome back, guys. We have oh. emptied our bowels and we're ready to resume the podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we left off on me, but let's let's go with Paul. How'd you get into Counter Strike? And well, mainly, I mean, in the other podcasts, I, I kind of briefly talked about how how I got into yeah. it, and also when I started playing. I saw I started playing back when like when I was very young and then i uh, that during that time i didn't know how to play the game whatever it was all the all the mechanics and you know things like that just played the game for playing the game just because it, it looked cool people were playing it people were talking about it uh and after that i didn't play uh for about three years uh and then once i got into high school uh that's when my friends uh that i i hung out with were talking about cs uh they're talking about you know or they were watching cs and i was like what the you you play cs and then they're like yeah i play cs uh the guy was global global elite so he was you know the highest rank he could be he was actually insane at, at the game so um you know we were playing uh we played a lot we played uh competitively a lot uh for esca face it uh and just uh regular matchmaking we played tournaments together um all that uh we play scrims together and then uh yeah i just spent my entire three and a half years of uh high school uh watching and playing cs uh, you know uh 
half of it was, you know, just because I, I really enjoyed it. The other half of it uh, for a year, I think, was uh, betting skins. <laughs> so never betting do that, skins. all right? Never do that. Uh, yeah, but that... Proceed to do it in every gotcha. That, that I honestly got it. That really pushed me even further into watching the games because I needed to know exactly what maps and what, uh, you know, uh, what teams that they're really, really good against and which teams are really good, you know, and then also uh, think about the odds and things like that. Also know, you have to also know when you do these things, if you guys ever do it, don't do it though, uh, is know whether it's an online game or a uh, land game. All right, that makes a fat difference. Uh, if, yeah. you, if you play, a, if you bet on an <laughs> online game, it's, yeah, you never bet on online games. You just, it's like, you never know what's happening. But yeah, mainly, mainly it's like that. And then, you know, I think uh, during our during our high school years, uh, second high school year, uh, that's when our school got Chromebooks. So we we downloaded the uh, proxy uh, <laughs> uh, web browser so we could watch uh, we could watch CS games. <laughs> Go to HLTV. HLTV was not blocked uh, at the time for uh-huh. for our uh, for our Chromebook. So we would just be on it like i'll have it open 24 7 just looking at the scores and <laughs> and which team we're playing but just the fact <laughs> that like you know just w- really watching it and learning it uh enhanced the gameplay uh and i i got a lot better a lot quickly or like really quickly um so and then you know the excitement you get when you watch the game i'm sure just like how you you were talking about it for starcraft and all that and then eddie with uh-huh. dota uh, watching true sight and you know the, these kind of things and also a for league it was the same for me i was like when i saw these uh things in action uh when they were actually playing and doing these lineup doing these strats you know i was just like dude i want to play this you know competitively yeah. i want to form a team and that's what i did uh with my high school friends uh, we played high school tournaments and you know scrims and things like that so it was like you know it was fun and i really enjoyed it it's kind of sucks that you know we can't do that anymore and kind of see us the whole scene is not what it used to be too now uh with after COVID, i just stopped following it too it was mainly just valorant and i don't even watch valorant anymore so and a lot of the older players that were really really good when i played it uh it's like they're they're either gone, they moved on, or they're not in a team anymore, or they're like all over the place now. So it's, it's, it's really hard to follow the scene uh, how I used to, I feel like. But yeah, I yeah. mean, just mainly that that's how it was. And, you know, it, I think just this sense of competitive esports, it just really just goes into that whole aspect of having that feeling of wanting to do it uh, by watching, you know. Uh, that really drives the people to play these games and try to you know uh, reach the higher ranks and even dream and hope of maybe reaching that pro scene one day you know but i'm sure all of us as uh being koreans and asians uh parents hated that so (laughs) yeah we all yeah parents are like it's never gonna be approved for us stop playing games stop doing this stop stop doing that my parents stopped talking to me uh telling me about that after my youtube channel really blew up uh for me mainly just because you know i can stay myself and you know i'm 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 doing you know it's earning money so (laughs) they stopped coming at me about those things but you know before any of that it's like you play games too much 
you know, what are you doing? Uh, what are you going to do with your life? You know, you're not going to go to college that you want to go to. You're not getting scholarship, whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, you still play it though, you know, because you love it. You, you, love it's it, it's yeah. how it is. So, yeah. but I, I think that's, that's the same. It, whatever game it is, it's, it's mainly the same thing for a lot of us. So, yeah, it's crazy. We have four different games and pretty much all similar experiences. And yeah. And that point you made about, like, the players you followed back then, like, just aren't playing anymore. I feel that way a lot with CS and League, too. Like, yeah. League especially. Like, everyone retired. Like, all all I have left to cling on to is Faker. And if, if he retires, I'm just done with League. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, I'm not invested in the new generation at all. And they have, like, they are really bad at marketing themselves. Like, the new generation of players are all just robots that are just really good at the game, but they have zero personality, or they don't really showcase their personality. So it's, like, hard to follow them or even give a shit about them. Yeah, I don't like think CS2. I see a lot of League, like, YouTubers or, like, you yeah. know, streamers that, that play League or competitively and then also do the, the, at the same time. You know, CS, like... CS, Valorant, you know, we, we see so many of these players still like streaming, you know, uh, messing around with uh, friends and things like that. But I don't, I don't, maybe because I've never seen, or I don't, I'm not too invested in the league scene, but I don't think there has been too much of that except for like the older players or like, you yeah, know, just all the just older content, players. Yeah, just the content creators themselves. Yeah. You know, Double Lift, so, I'm yeah. a cutie pie. Mm hmm. Yeah. they're all the... that's literally just it yeah yeah so i think that's why it's so hard to follow these players because you never you never see them you just yeah. see them yeah. playing the game that's that's all all it is and i think that's the nature of like esports kind of evolving in a way where these players are getting paid so much that they don't need to stream they don't need to build a brand they don't need to do anything but practice and be really good at the game mm -hmm. and while that increases like the skill level of the game it has drastically reduced the entertainment of yeah. esports and their personalities yeah i think that's and, the yeah. the whole interaction part of it and also just like you know i think that's why overwatch was such a, such a bad like toxic environment yeah. for the players you know because all they cared about was playing practice you saw yeah. you get cut and it's like instantly like that it's not a it's not this i'm sure it's for <laughs> other other pro scenes as well but it was really like extreme for overwatch you know so yeah. and that's why pro scenes on that uh didn't go very far i feel like <laughs> yeah i think esports have changed for the worse we're moving backwards in terms of like quality and they're not even profitable like league in particular is actually losing money for the lcs and they're paying their players way too much mm. and they're just losing so much money into it, and it's become just like bottomless pit of like inflated player contracts, mm -hmm. and the scene itself is just dying, dying pretty hard. Nobody watches anymore because mm -hmm. there's no players to care about. Yeah, I think it's a combination of everything that you guys are talking about, like the. <laughs> lack of personality like don't get me wrong like i'm super biased for lck like obviously you know korean pride and everything but like but 
the one thing I always appreciated about like Western players, even though I thought they were trash, is the fact that they're willing to get into the like the nitty gritty, like kind of get into the trenches and like actually like duke it out verbally. Like yes, like obviously if you talk all the trash and then you're still bad on the on the rift, then obviously you're gonna look bad. But like you had people like Double Lift who made the game fun. Um, like even even in the moments where LCK was struggling, like I hated G two, but even G two like talking trash, like you had to respect them because it got a response out of people, you know. But like, yeah. but nowadays, like like you said, I think I I think esports, especially orgs, mostly like the Eastern orgs, like the Asian orgs, like because you know NA NA is a meme, but I feel like people like it's become too much of a machine where like yes like you said everyone's better like on average like skill wise i'm pretty sure all the new younger like young blood they're all better but it's such a well-oiled machine that everyone's just so rigid in this like robotic like thinking but then there's like no, yeah. no personality like even the trash talk they do before games in lck is like a lot more boring than it's so bad. Yeah, compared to like the old days of like SKT versus like <laughs> Samsung White or something, um, yeah. and and stuff like that. So I think definitely like esports as a whole, it's like even though people are getting better and like the structure of the orgs are getting better, like I think it's not as fun to watch. And I think COVID definitely like impacted it a lot because like you guys were talking mm -hmm. about earlier with like CS and stuff, like yeah. a lot of tournaments went to to online and like with games like cs or <coughs> even league honestly like you're not meant to play those competitively online mm. with ping like the whole debacle about the msi about how like they they all had to accommodate for rng or or whatnot with the the simulated ping or whatever it's just like like why like every other team made the trip got their visas you know to to do this thing why are you making them play with ping you know um i think it definitely took a hit honestly yeah covid sucks sucks all around yep eddie's been quiet probably because dota doesn't really have these problems that game <laughs> the best game i don't know what you're talking about i have nothing much to add that's like but actually actually Dota, it hasn't franchised at all, right? Like, no. it's pretty much the same old players, yeah. and it it hasn't lost the spirit. Like, it has uh, what's that? I forgot what it was called. Majors. It has majors, but yeah, majors. that's like nothing compared to. So Dota, yeah. I guess it's just TI, the it's international. Because the been TI yeah, the very first one was one million dollar prize pool. Now the latest one is like twenty four million. So if you just win that, you're set for life. So that's all they care about. So yeah, that's about it. I don't like not I, trying to flame Dota, but because it's kind of like a dead game, it's like, how do I say it? There's no there's no like too much money being invested into it. Yeah, it's like not it's not having the problems that League and CS are having, where it's like, you know, you're losing the personality. Like all your personalities are still there. They all enjoy the game. And they all make a fuck ton of money once a year. So yeah, just yeah. once a year event, and then they make so much money, and you just so have to win that. Oddly enough, like Dota being dead is great for the scene. Like it's one of the better esports because of it. Mm. To watch, 
Yeah, a lot of people don't play, but they watch. Yeah, they still yeah, watch. A so. huge once a year. Everyone tunes event. into the international. Yeah. It's the it's biggest, event. biggest event, and then if you win, to twenty four million. Dude, all all five players become multimillionaires. Yeah, yeah just game. from that one game. They're just or that one tournament. Like that one Fortnite kid. Three million, <laughs> like teenager. Yeah, and then you get the, and then you got the well, who's the EG who won twice in a row, right? Yeah, and that's but that's like EG when it was or not, what? Yeah, the no tail and um, oh, that's OG, OG, oh, OG, OG, yeah. OG one. Oh, but yeah, it was not was as awesome. big, was it? No, it was huge. Was it that big one? It's still, yeah, it's still because they do the I battle think the pass. Small ones were when like Navi and Alliance won. That's like TI one. Yeah, that's like yeah, one. Those, two, those yeah. were the small ones. And then every year even it then, would go those up. Those were like a million though. Yeah, yeah even then, million, million yeah. was the biggest price pullback. Now it's like twenty four million, and it's still because of that battle pass. Yeah, that people would everyone buy. still buys it, and I feel like it's really stupid that you know League doesn't do that. Yeah, they would make so much money. Makes so much money. Like, just still one like Star Guardian Ari skin, or <laughs> you know, release pool party Ari know. and find two worlds. If you had it that, would in win a like a billion pass. dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, OG they won twice, so they're set. He's like the CEO of the company now. He's coaching. He's like, he has his new players. I like how Alex was talking, or like you guys are talking, that how the new players are no personality, just robots. They're really good. But they all they do is do the same like they just play most, practice. Yeah, most OP abusing heroes. That's why <laughs> I think most games are just boring now. Back then, you, like you would yeah. pick like your weird picks like Meepo or Techie. Oh, yeah, the that people would go crazy. It's, yeah, I think it's like Teemo, basically. Not, like yeah. figure it out. The like, games are like yeah. still in their infancy and like everyone's still experimenting and mm. having fun with it. And the pros are even experimenting and having fun with it. That's when the game's like the most fun to play, yeah. fun to watch. When it's figured out and everyone's just mastering what's good. Yeah, just picking so the boring. most OP hero and you see the same so hero boring. like ten times. I, f I feel like that that's kind of what have what what's happening with like League and Val, like because I, I you you know how like Val not yet. I don't well, well well Val like not yet necessarily, but like I I see at least the pro games that I watch. Like, they play so slow. Like, they lose one player, they decide, like, with four or three people alive, they're like, okay, we're going to save this round. It's like, you still have a minute left. Like, you can somehow try to make this work, but they're like, no, 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 no. Like, I think because it's becoming, it's become so, like, rigorous. Like, you know, in League, like, there's always a time and place for everything, right? Obviously, like, there's times where you want to watch clean, methodical, like, like really clean macro micro games and then there are some times where you want to watch the the 90 kill game you know where like everyone's just dying left and right like like there are times where you definitely want to see different things but i feel like these days it's more of the former rather than the la latter like i can't remember a game of league competitively where like it was just a clown fiesta anymore I think it's different now though, uh, just because of all the changes and stuff. And especially you can't, you never, definitely cannot compare the FPS games with MOBAs. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. You just can't because, you know, FPS, just because I, I watch so much CS games, like, you know, 
the the fact that you know, sometimes they played slow and then taking uh super fast at the very last 30 seconds or whatever those kind of things are i i, I get used to, I'm, I'm pretty used to it because that's what i've seen so many times and also just like you know players randomly saving at like if it's a 3v5 and they just lose a sight instantly you know just for the money or for the guns those are you know what it, it's understandable but you know for league and dota you know when you see the the majors and internationals and you know major tournaments uh, i still remember you know uh in like the majors when they when they were like you know doing some crazy stuff bot lane you know and then you know it just it happens you know but it won't impact the game as much as how it would do for cs and valorant like you can't always pick 1v1s in cs and valorant and then you lose and then you just lose the round you know so it, like for league and val uh league and dota you can come back you know you you respawn and you know, you can win back the lane, but for CS and Valorant, you can't do that. So I feel like it's a, it's a bit different to, or it's difficult to compare the two, and the 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 amount of speed and the and the way they play. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just because Valorant is there's agents and there's ability, I guess there is that thing where you know if you abuse something that's super OP at the moment then you can That's do it true. like cs <laughs> like cs you can't do that because everyone's the same you know just it's either whether you you're really good at aiming or doing something and you know you're you know your lineups and things like that you study the game then you know then it makes a difference but without that it's like you know you're just, everyone's just playing at the same playing field so yeah that, that games like cs like you don't really worry about like game balance it's more about yeah. game design then the design of CS was so well done that it's become an esport that's just, you know, it can almost stay forever. It's been Pretty around much, for so yeah. long, and because like you don't have to worry about the balance part, it's just the core design is so great, and everybody loves to watch it. That it's just, yeah, you don't have that worry like you have in League and Valorant, where like you might over, you're gonna have overpowered stuff. You're gonna have a meta that's figured out and boring. And yeah, exactly. Something's gonna be abused over and over. You're not gonna have that in CS. Mm. And for what you said about league, like you know, as a coach, that that's like a concept we talk about a lot. Or what I talk about to like people I coach, it's like just like knowing your odds. Like if you're gonna take a fifty-fifty, is it smart to take that fifty-fifty? when five minutes later you're gonna have a 60 40 and is it better to take those 50 50s in the moment which will lead to a win or is it better to wait till the 60 40 and that's why you see a lot of korean games go really slow because they refuse to take these 50 50 fights they refuse to take these 55 45 fights because they know later on it's gonna be 60 40 70 30 and it leads to like no kills it leads to boring games and that that's part of what like figuring out the meta is and once you figure it out and the game has become like a game of chess mm -hmm. you're gonna have low kills you're gonna have low action instead of just like constant fights and yeah exactly yeah i think <coughs> also like with kind of going off that like i was thinking a lot about the lck when i was saying that earlier about like the slower games because like yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, because I mostly watch LCK, like, um, yeah, it's, like, so slow, methodical, like, the thing is, like, if you, if you're a sucker for, like, macro, micro play, then th you love that, but, like, if you want to watch action, 
you know, obviously yeah. you don't want It's that. definitely bad for, like, the casual viewer. I think also, kind of thinking about it now, like, you know, because the L- like LCK plays, like, a lot slower and, like, more methodical, like, I kind of thought to myself, like, what is it that's keeping me watching the LCK? And honestly, I think it's, like, my love for T1, right? It's Faker. Yeah, like, <laughs> Faker and T1. Like, the thing is, like, if they took this team out of the league... I don't know if I would keep watching. I might watch Worlds just to see Korea, like, hope and pray Korea win. But, like, I don't know if I would, like, watch LCK, right? And and kind of, like, going back to the topic of, like, what's wrong with esports right now, like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, at least in Korea, it doesn't feel like there's that many, like, other big teams. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, there are teams from old times, like KT, um, and, you know, like, some of these other teams. But, like, a lot of the teams that have either rebranded or like they're completely new teams right um whereas like skt is like one of the super old guards um of korean league but like even in na like i don't know even i think it's because there's no like old players from long time ago but even though na has like a franchise system i feel like na just doesn't have a personality like um like double f leaving was a big hit yeah, like I think Faker retiring would actually kill LCK. Probably. And it just goes to show like how important personalities are. Yeah. How important branding is. Like you don't have that, then like you're gonna have thousands and thousands not tune in. Exactly. Because like at MSI, like the difference between T1 games watched versus like the other teams was insane. Like. Hundreds of thousands less. And yeah. Basically. Brand your players. But it's hard because they want to focus on being good. How do you brand and be good? Alright, well I guess uh, that's a good place for us to uh, end this episode for the, uh, you know, just talking about esports and just the scenes that we kind of were really into. You know, all of us are now playing mainly Valorant and League and things like that. And then also we have our own games that we like to play, you know, Ave, Final Fantasy, you know, Eddie likes just playing all sorts of games here and there. And then, you know, Alex... He's, he's still mainly playing Valorant and League and things like that. And for me, it's just I, I'm geared towards right now mobile game just because that's where my you know main audience are. Uh, so where your channel is. Yeah, so that's just how it is. But I mean, you know, just for us as how we started out this whole you know gaming career and uh, as as people people who love game and love the esports scene. I think uh, that's kind of our opinion as well as uh, what we really think about our the current state of uh, the pro scenes. Uh, yeah. For for us to like kind of you know give out our little little thoughts and things like that. But yeah, I mean, um, I think people will have different opinions about it. And if you guys are of course watching it and listening to it, then make sure to leave a comment down on what you guys think about the. Uh, the idea and think about the the scene as of right now for you know 2022 and uh, after COVID and things like that and also uh, next uh, episode or next week uh, we are going to be having a new guest uh, we'll, we'll introduce the uh, guest during that podcast but uh, it'll be a kind of a uh, topic about not related to uh, gaming uh, necessarily but 
you know, he's also a gamer. He loves playing games as well, but he also does have a uh, special, uh, you know, I would say uh, hobby. Yeah, hobby that he does. Uh, that <laughs> That's he his can, yeah, as well. yeah, basically. So I guess that he could talk about that when <laughs> when he gets here, uh, and we'll just leave it at that for the uh, kind of a preview of what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, thanks guys for watching, and let us know in the comments down below if you want to answer us and you want us to answer any questions in the podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Yep. All right. Later. Peace. See ya.